0: Australians are living in a pandemic of arrogance and stupidity, by Augusto May all that you stand for, and that we stand for, be preserved under the providence of God for the happiness of mankind. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. But it is the values of individual liberty, equality before the law and the supremacy of people over the state, to which we can always with confidence return as a powerful and uniting force. Australia is not a secular country. It is a free country. About 12 million Australians are in lockdown. Brisbane is now the fourth major Australian city in lockdown as the state politicians have forced residents to stay at home for at least three days due to alleged concerns about the spread of the latest variant of COVID-19. Queensland Premier Anastasia Palace Cook took the opportunity to issue the following threat. This is going to be part of the Australian way of life until everyone is vaccinated, she said. In Western Australia, just less than two months after the population returned to alive without lockdowns. Three new cases have been recorded, and the Perth and Pew regions have once again been forced into another lockdown. More than two million people will have to stay at home until at least 12.01 a.m. on Saturday, July the 3rd. Western Australia has recorded zero new cases of COVID-19, on the first day of lockdown in Perth and the Pew region, Premier Mark McGowan says this is encouraging news, but we have a long way to go after 14, tests were carried out. In announcing these restrictions, WA Health Minister Roger Cook contended that there was likely to be a significant number of casual contacts linked to the case. These are very proactive, deliberate, and aggressive responses to a potential threats to the Western Australian community, he said. Deliberate and aggressive responses to a potential threat to the Australian, Western Australian community from only three cases. Such politicians are busy talking in act theft, whilst everyday people are having their lives turned upside down for what? How many people are in hospital? Surely that is what is important. While this Delta variant may be more transmissible, by all accounts it seems to be less dangerous, hence the low numbers of people hospitalized. This obsession with case numbers has to end, or it will destroy this country. The virus is here to stay, and we have to learn to live with it exactly as Singapore is doing. In Singapore, they have made the rational decision to live with the virus as an endemic disease. Therefore, no quarantine, no goals of zero transmission, and no isolation for close contacts. It's about time we demand an end to lockdowns and daily counting of case numbers. As long as the elderly and frail are protected, The rest of us should be able to get on with our lives and trust our immune system to do its job. As Professor David Flint reminds us in The Spectator Australia, it was none other than the National Cabinet, which imposed the lockdown disaster in Australia, as the response to the Wuhan virus on the basis of modeling similar to the exaggerations which had constantly emerged from University College London. It was to flatten the curve, in other words, to ensure the hospitals could cope. No one pretended then they could wipe out the Wuhan virus. However, local oligarchs, such as Premier McGowan, want to eliminate the virus entirely. He says repeatedly at his press conference that he wants to crush the disease. McGowan stated on January 8th, We need to eliminate it. We are an island. We need to use our advantages to eliminate the virus, he said. The W.A. government has for three times in a row locked up two million people in their homes over fears of community spread of coronavirus due due to a a few positive cases. Last time, the only positive case came from a quarantine hotel, the Mercury Hotel. The premier had been warned on the 8th of April that the Mercury's air ventilation system presented a serious risk for virus transmission, and thus it should not be used for quarantine. Yet this advice was completely ignored, as noted by Caroline Di Russo. A report regarding ventilation was given to the chief health officer on the 8th of April, and then he advised the government that the mercury hotel was not fit for hotel quarantine in the meantime a person contracted a person contracted covid-19 at the mercury before being released into the community here is my humble proposal every time politicians such as premier McGallan shut down the state for just a few potential coronavirus cases they should bear full responsibility personally including a 50% pay cut. After all, what such politicians need to do is follow world's best practice as exhibited by Taiwan. Over 900 Australians have died, 130 times the number of deaths in Taiwan, because politicians here, such as Mark McGowan, have the hubris to think they can eliminate the virus. According to Rocco Loyocano, a professor, a senior lecturer in the law school at Curtin, if Premier McGowan and his notorious deputy, Health Minister Roger Cook, had done their homework properly, they might have learned how Taiwan, with a population of 25 million people crammed on an island, only had seven coronavirus-related deaths and no lockdown. It is also worth reminding him that COVID-19 has an infection mortality rate of less than 1% for those under 70 70 years of age, but conveniently ignored naturally, since fear-mongering does wonders for your polling. Meanwhile, an utterly demoralized prime minister is presently calling an emergency national cabinet meeting to deal with growing COVID-19 lockdowns. Why? What for? Why bother if a federal government, which has no power or certainly have not used it to bring these premiers into line? There is no such thing as the Australian Federation anymore. Just a whole lot of little countries controlled by entrenched local oligarchies, which are devoid of any regard for the most basic rights of the citizen. The fact Morrison cannot and will not articulate a roadmap out of this hellhole he has put us in is quite frankly unforgivable. Under his disastrous leadership, the situation in Australia remains as follows. There is no plan to permanently open the state borders. There is no plan to open the international border. There is no plan to stop the lockdowns. There is no plan to protect the vulnerable whilst allowing us to continue living our lives. There is no plan to stop the panic. This is total madness. We are living in a pandemic. Indeed, a pandemic of arrogance and stupidity.